Hello, ladies and gents. This is Mike Headley on the Headley Group Real Estate Show. This is a podcast designed for real estate professionals who's thinking about getting a career in real estate or who's already been in the business. We'll learn some great tips and tricks from the professionals and the veterans. Continue to tune in. Hey, ladies and gents, this is Mike Headley. We are back on the Headley Group Real Estate Show. Uh, a lot of times we get people on the show and... Uh, 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 some people may not have the experience, which is nothing wrong with that. They they want to pick up some good jewels, some good insight. But we got a brother right here that's seasoned in the game. Uh, very, very versed on the knowledge of just real estate in itself. This brother has been uh, giving jewels up for an extended period of time. He's a big powerhouse on social media. The name of his company, WA Property Project Incorporated. And we want to give his name. Mr. Welby Aselli. How you doing, brother? Thanks for being on the show, man. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You know, you know, you know, one thing about our show, you know, we, we let all the viewers know, you know, we keep it real, we keep it honest. This is a busy brother right here, right? So, so we was going back and forth with time, and that's why you see the brother in his car, but he took time out to be on our show and as well as enlighten the viewers on his skill set, expertise, and experience. So uh, give us what would you prefer to be called? I want to make sure I get this correct. Oh, well be fine. Well be well be fine. Well be school. Okay. So well be. Uh real estate, right? Now let's go back to the ground grassroots. What was that spark? What was that 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 make you say, yo, I'm doing this, but this ain't cutting it. Let me jump in this game. Walk us down that that lane. Well, first off, um, as far as being in my car, this is my office. So oh, okay. most of the time, anytime I'm doing anything, everything is in my car, you know, uh, and, and for the people that are watching, this is the real life of a real estate investor. You understand? Right. This is how we this is how we get down. But as far as the spark for me in real estate, I actually got uh, the seed planted, planted in my mind about real estate at about the age of seven years old. Mm. And um, I didn't realize how how much that seed, how much the seed that wasn't planted in me affected me, but it wasn't until later on in life in my early twenties. But at seven years old, I, um, I, I, I'm one of five boys. I'm first generation Haitian American, and we were living in the projects in Brooklyn, in Canarsie projects in Brooklyn. So um, I, I didn't grow up with a silver spoon in my mouth, mm. and my, I have a godfather that you that used to come and pick me and my siblings up. That lived in um, a very nice area of Long Island, which is a part of New York. Um, so you imagine now, uh, growing up, I always tell people that my parents were overly protective, rightfully so. So when we would be allowed to ride our bikes, they would allow us to ride our bikes in the cul-de-sac of the projects of the projects. Mm. So while, other, while while other kids were maybe riding off to the park and different things like that, we would only be able to ride in the cul-de-sac. But my godfather, when he would come to visit us, he was always nicely dressed. He always drove a nice car um, and he would come in and visit us. And I always was intrigued by how nicely dressed and well groomed he was. He would then be take us to visit him at his uh, um, uh, property in in Long Island, and I was blown away by the trees and the, just the nice atmosphere mm. of where they were living. So what 
happened one of the things that that actually in, uh, um um blew my mind was that he would actually give us bikes and would just tell us to ride our bikes and the fact okay. that we would we would initially ride our bikes in the sidewalk and he would say what are you doing ride your bike in the middle of the street go free oh wow and just that little access of that little bit of freedom influenced me so much that at that age i knew i was going to end up living in long island eventually so from that point on later on I, I discovered that my godfather was in real estate and that uh, uh he owned a brokerage and he had a handful of properties and stuff like that mm -hmm. and uh um you know that that that's how it got introduced to me about real estate mm. so so let's peel it back a little bit and and i can relate to this when you said i want to ride my bike I'm going to, I want to ride my bike, uh, up and Sorry down the block. That. No, no, it's fine. It's cool. It's, yeah. I want to ride my bike up and down the block versus the street. Cause you know, like in, in, in Brooklyn, it's like, yo, we just go next block. We don't ride on the street. We might get yeah. hit. So, right. so you was like that opened your brain to say, okay, well, wow, this is, this is something I can, I can eventually be doing in terms of real estate. So let, let's shift you. What was that first deal like? Cause again, now was that a buy and hold a flip? wholesale that first deal in real estate what was that like first off let me my first piece of property i bought was in 2004. Mm. that was that was just before the subprime mortgage crash mm. and what i was doing what i was doing is similar to what a lot of the people are doing today i wanted to get into the game but i didn't know what i was doing i mm. just wanted to say that i owned so when i bought a piece of property i was living in new york Mm -hmm. um, I was gainfully employed, so I utilized the money I was making for my employment um, and said, let me go to a smaller market. And at that time, Atlanta was like the the, um, the mecca for African-Americans to go to, especially mm -hmm. in 2004. Mm -hmm. And everybody was was was, was doing a pilgrimage to move to Atlanta. Right. So I had a handful of friends of mine that moved to Atlanta. Mm -hmm. I didn't think, I didn't plan on moving to Atlanta, but I said, let me invest in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. So my goal was to do a buy and hold deal. And ultimately what I ended up doing myself and I have a twin brother and a couple of cousins and friends. When I move, I tend to have people move with me. Right. Mm, so mm. when I moved, everybody said that Welby's going to Atlanta to buy. So they all bought in Atlanta. Mm. So uh, I ended up buying a four unit uh, uh, building in Atlanta. Um, okay. And that's that, that was my first deal. Mm, mm. So so you transitioned to uh, but you physically stayed in New York. You just brought the property in Atlanta. I, yeah, I've, I've never left New York. I'm still in New York today. But, mm. I, 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 but I bought a property in Atlanta. And speaking of that, buying a property in Atlanta, so you just don't work in your backyard. You work anywhere there's a deal. Is that correct? Well, I don't. I don't want to make it sound that simple, right? Okay. I, I'm. I'm. I'm 100 transparent. I'm 100 real. Exactly. All right. And the reason why I choose to be this way is because I want to. I don't want new investors to go through the hell that I went through. Mm. Okay. So just because you hearing that I bought me a four unit property, that sounds sexy. But what people don't want to hear is the hell I went through when I bought that property. And people don't want to hear why is it that I failed? Because a few years later, I ended up losing the property to foreclosure. Uh. So the, the primary reason why I failed, which is what I talked to the people about today, is I did not understand acquisition. 
I did not mm. understand the, the exit strategy or the end goal of the reason why I was buying that particular property. So I was doing like what everybody else is doing today. I went and I bought me a piece of property and I gave myself a high five. I was talking crap to my friends and as Instagram wasn't really popping like that, but I'm pretty sure I would have been posting up on Instagram. Here it is. I'm a big dog. I just bought me a four unit building. Mm. But when I bought this property, I didn't understand acquisition, meaning I bought that property for too much money. Mm. I didn't understand cash flow so when mm. i bought that property i bought that property because it looked good it mm. looked good as, and, and it was cheaper when you compare it to a bigger city like new york which mm. is what a lot of people are doing today um i also didn't understand the process of analyzing the deal i depended on other people i.e i was depending on the realtor's word i was depending on what the contractor told me i was depending on what the attorneys told me and i was basically letting people lead me to a to a a a, a path that i was about to jump off of a mountain and i didn't realize it mm -hmm. by the time i finished buying the property now i'm, I'm speeding it up because it's a long story no no, no you're by fine time, you're fine by the time I ended up buying the property, everybody that was involved in me acquiring that property got paid. The realtor got paid, Correct. the lawyer got paid, and mm -hmm. everybody else that was involved got paid. But I was the the the, the fool that purchased this property. So I was mis it was misrepresented to me that the property was gonna be being able to rent out for seven eight hundred dollars per month per apartment mm. which meant that i should be able to generate roughly thirty two hundred dollars a month right the building the best that it was ever able to do was two thousand dollars a month mm. my mortgage on that building was twenty two hundred dollars a month mm. my 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 uh uh um Property manager charged me two excuse me ten percent of what the total rent roll was, Correct. which meant he was getting two hundred dollars a month out of the out of out of the rent as mm. long as I got full rent payment, which Correct. meant that the best that I was doing, we're not even counting the carrying cost, was eighteen hundred dollars a month. Yet my mortgage is twenty two hundred dollars a month. Mm. So now here I am in New York maintaining a property in in, in Atlanta that was not cash flowing for me. And let's mm. not forget, you're gonna have tenants not paying you rent. So I mm. was bleeding. Mm. Mm. I end up, I, I, when I bought this property, I don't I don't know if you remember when they were doing the 106% financing. Correct, correct, correct. Okay? So mm. I over leveraged the acquisition of that property. Mm. By 2006 or seven, if I remember correctly, I refinanced that property. Okay. Similar to what people are talking about with the bird strategy. Mm, so with exactly. the people that are doing the bird strategy today, I warn people about the bird strategy. Mm. Not because the not because the bird strategy isn't good. It's that if you don't effectively understand how to utilize that strategy, all you're gonna do is own a bunch of properties that are over leveraged. Could and all you do could you tell the people could you tell the people what the bird strategy is? The bird strategy is B the acronym is B R R R. I think it's three or four R's. I can't remember. So it's buy, rehab, refinance, repeat. If I said it all right. Correct, correct. So mm. basically, I don't want to jump too far for what I was saying. Exactly. I, we could get back to that. But okay. what ended up happening by utilizing the bird strategy, I increased now what I owed the, the banks, which mm -hmm. increased my mortgage, which mm -hmm. then now the mortgage went from a $2,200 a month mortgage to a $2,400 a month mortgage. Mm -hmm. By 2009 or 10, 
everything started crashing down. We all know what happened with the subprime mortgage. Exactly. And I fell right into that. I ended up losing the building. I ended up losing another property that I had. I ended up going into foreclosure. I ended up owing Bank of America a bunch of money. I, it became a disaster. So I went from a, a man with pride that had 700 credit score, seven mm. plus credit score to destroying my credit owing a bunch of money down to a credit score of $500 with my tail between my leg walking, go, going back home as a failure. Mm. So when people watch and they speak on me or they speak of me and they, and they hear me, the initial meeting or uh, uh, impression that people have of me is why is it he so aggressive? Why is it that he's so no nonsense? And I tell people, we have enough time in the day to F off to do whatever the hell we want. Right. Mm -hmm. When it comes to you conversing with me about real estate, mm -hmm. I'm a no nonsense attitude player mm -hmm. when it comes to that, because too many of us are getting ran over because we're not understanding what we're doing. Exactly. And I didn't have even despite the fact that I, I told you about my godfather, my godfather didn't school me onto the game. I never mm. had a big I never had a big homie put me on. Everything I did was trial and error. Mm. And I I I got up and fell, got up and fell, got up and fell three times through my career, mm. getting wiped out. Mm. Wiped out. To mm. the last point that happened. Am I speaking too much? Bro? No, no, you're good. You follow because I'm a, I'm a transition with a question, but go ahead. Okay. So to the to the point of I didn't finally start getting hits to the first base, second base, until maybe 2013. Mm. So you imagine from 2004 to 2013, I was a fail, a failure train wreck. Mm. Trying. Okay. Trying and trying and trying and trying and trying. Mm. I had friends laughing at me, or supposed friends and family members laughing at me. I had people talking behind my back. I had people telling me you should stop. I had people that didn't look like me taking advantage of me. I mm. had people that look like me taking advantage of me. So I decided, fast forward and coming to this point, I finally started admitting to myself that what I was, the biggest issue that I was doing is that, and the biggest reasons of my failure was one, I was skipping the processes. Two, I was betting on other people over betting on myself. And three, I was, I would say that it would be that I, I wasn't literally taking action in the right way. When I finally had these private conversations with myself and was real with myself and I finally decided to take action, follow the process and stick to it until it works is when I started getting results. So I say all of this to say to your audience and everything that I don't want others to go through what I went through. Mm. Most people are not going to survive even one punch in the face in this business. And you already know, brother, you're in the game, mm -hmm. let exactly. alone having to go through three. Mm -hmm. So use me, use me as a vessel for you not to have to go through that and to do better than me quicker than I it took mm. for you to do. The good thing about so many golden nuggets you, you, you're enlightening us on. The good thing about it is that you've you learned so much through that grind. So 2013, I'll take it is when you got your next deal, the second deal? No. That, that, mm. my, my, I, got, I got in real estate, I got killed three times. So when by the time I described to you what took place for me, I okay. had to dust myself off, okay. figure out a way to clean up my credit, 
figure out a way to hustle and in between that i was doing a bunch of other things bro okay. I, you, everything i'm telling you could you, is documented gotcha, i got gotcha, issues gotcha. I, I had issues with the federal government mm. because i was involved in a project a major uh, a water park project in upstate new york okay. where my partner embezzled six million dollars from it and mm. the, the 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 federal government was doing an investigation and they were following me and the other in, uh, investors in the in in that investment only to find out that we were we were all victims of what my partner was doing so mm. that that it, it was a bunch of things in between and then i would get back into real estate start the process all over again not learn from my mistakes again mm. and then it all fails again and then go about it again start all over again rebuild hustle up to get my money back up again and then go and buy me another property or to try to flip and then i fail again mm. failing over and over again i'm because i'm trying Correct. I'm not trying to. I'm not in the street. I'm not trying to rob nobody. Correct, I'm trying correct. to get to it. I'm trying to get the American dream, mm. and I'm trying. Mm. So that's what happened. What What was that? And again, definitely resiliency at its utmost. What was that mindset? What made you kept saying, like you said, a lot of people say, "Oh, let me give up. I'm not I'm not doing this no more." After the first, second, third time, what was in your mind to say, "Yo, this is gonna pop. I know it is. So I'm gonna stick with it." I've always had an unbelievable belief in myself, mm. even when I did, even when I didn't believe in myself. Mm. So Powerful. I, like I don't, that. I don't, I don't know where it came from. Okay. I gotta, I gotta say a higher power to a degree mm. that I, I, I have to thank God and say thank you for it. But mm. at the same time, too, here's how I look at things. Right, America is not perfect. Mm -hmm. All right, mm -hmm. but I tell you, I'm, a, I prefer living here versus any other place in the damn world. Mm -hmm. It gives anybody regardless of the blockage that's in front of you if you truly willing to punch through it gives everybody an opportunity to be something that you want to be mm. versus i'm haitian like i told you mm -hmm. there's no opportunities in my in my in my country like mm. that what you who you are and who you want and what you're born into if you're not careful is who you're going to be for the rest of your life so in this country in this country it might not be easy, but if you want something, you can get it. That's right. I didn't say it's going to be easy. Mm. So with all of the things that occurred to me, my attitude was always, if that guy can drive that nice car, why can't I drive that car too? Mm. If that person is living oh, in a decent it. neighborhood, That's right. why can't I live in the same, if I, I can't live in the same type of neighborhood too? Mm. That was always my attitude. All right. So my thing was, was that there's nothing today that I haven't wanted to achieve that I haven't achieved mm. nothing for the most part. Let me just say that. I don't want to say that for the most part. You understand? So that's been my attitude. And in addition to this, right, one of the things that drove me and, and this is going to be the first time I'm actually talking about it. Oh, wow. This is good. I, oh, we got exclusive people, but go ahead. <laughs> I, I, remember, I'm I'm one of five boys that my parents had. Okay, okay. My my eldest brother, he's not with us anymore. Okay. But at Sorry, the yeah. age of eighteen or nineteen years old, my brother got locked up. Mm. At my age of eighteen, nineteen, my brother had gotten locked up. He made a mistake. Mm. In my culture, Haitian culture, we people with pride. So for years, when my brother was locked up. I was the only one along with my twin brother that knew he was locked up in my family. Mm. So for my brother at that time, at, before, which I'll explain what happened to him, 
he spent about eight or nine years in prison and I was the one carrying and taking care of him. That's love. You know, if you understand what I'm saying, right? Oh, I definitely feel, when I my, definitely understand. When, yeah, that's love. When my parents would ask, hey, have you seen him? I'd lie about oh, wow. him. I didn't know where he was at. My brother, the reason why I did that is because my brother was extremely protective of me and my mm. brothers. And he knew how my parents, especially my father, would have reacted. And he was concerned about the reaction that would have been set forth upon us because we were still young and still living at home. So one of my driving forces for what I was doing was because I wanted a place for my brother to come home to when it was time for him to come home. I wanted my brother that when he came home and especially because of what the record he would have had, he would have had a place to work, even if he's working with me. And then it was a big driving force for me that I wanted to buy a, a home of my own that I can give him a place of his own when he would come home and not go into a halfway house or anything like that. So that was something that was very motivational for me for the things that I was doing as well, which mm. I never told anybody this. Mm. Unfortunately, my brother ends up passing away while incarcerated. He ends wow. up passing away. Tough. So it was a major blow for me. Mm -hmm. With his passing, what happened to me, I have to be real about shit. We could talk all the crap we want. Correct. We only got one life. That's it. That's it. That's it. You mm -hmm. can lose you can lose the building that you're living in now. Mm -hmm. You can lose the clothes off your back. Mm -hmm. You can lose the car you're driving. Mm -hmm. And every one of those things are replaceable. And it's probably replaceable in a better version than what you had. Mm -hmm. But the beautiful thing about us as human beings is there's only one me. That's it. There's only one you. There's only one of mm -hmm. each individual. And I'm a twin brother. I got a mm -hmm. twin. I have a twin brother. Okay. But when when it's time for me to leave this planet, they mm -hmm. can have another seven billion people on this earth, but there will never be another one that's going to match mm. me. and you and the next person. Exactly. So my my attitude about it is, if I'm going to be on this planet, I'm going to try and get the best I can out of it. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> exactly. And I'm not. And mind you, bro, I'm not chasing nobody else's lane. Mm walk into any room and it could be the biggest player in the game to the smallest player in the game you're going to respect me because i'm play i'm heavy too you know saying? so it's not about what that next guy is doing it's about what i can give for myself and for the people i care about mm. so that's been a, the, a, an attitude that i have about everything that i'm doing because once it's over it's a wrap that's we out of here that's it that's it so there, there i go quick commercial break if you're interested in a career in real estate or you're a seasoned vet, you might want to change. New environment. You don't like the atmosphere you're in. The Headley Group Realty could be there to assist you with your career. What do we offer? Great culture, great environment, leads, and an awesome commission structure. Let us be there to support your business. One thing, you got to be in the state of North Carolina. Let's get back to the show. Well, 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 brother, let me tell you something. One, I think, well, when I think, I know we share so many sentiments. I believe in the same thing. Starting my company, I'm like, yo, they can do, I can do the same thing. Like you said, right. we only live once. As far as what we know, we go around this thing one time. So let me have right. everything that needs to be that that's in front of me and that I want to go get. Brother, 
damn, it's some good stuff right there. So let, 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 me, let me get to the real estate now. Let's go, go, now, go. now we dived in that second deal. What year was that? And I'm, was that a little bit definitely more smoother because what you just went through? But here's the thing. That's why I want to clear up because I, in between 2004 till about 2013, I did multiple real estate deals. Okay, multiple deals. Gotcha. All okay. right. Okay. The bulk of them were okay. failures. Okay. The bulk of them were, were serious failures. Mm -hmm. the, the few that I did and made a lot of money wasn't mm -hmm. because I was so smart. It was all luck. Mm -hmm. It was all luck. So bringing it back to 2021, for the people that are in this business that are making some money, a lot of you guys are making this money not because you're so smart. It's because you're lucky. The market is, 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 is shooting up through the roof that is unreal. Right. And you guys are catching that 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 run and you make you and anybody that that's willing to throw crap against the wall. And I'm trying to be PG clean. I, no, no, no. You can keep it on the show. You can curse if you want to. It's all real. Yeah. Anybody that's going to throw shit to the wall. Eventually, mm -hmm. some of mm -hmm. it is going to stick. Mm. So for you guys that are in the game, make your money while you can. Mm -hmm. But I hope you understand how to adapt when it shifts. Mm. Most people that I know, and I'm sure you know, and I've experienced, and I was one of them, only knows how to make money on a, on 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 a, on a, on a incline, correct? On correct. an upswing, they only know correct. how to make money. So everybody think that they stars. Everybody think that they superheroes. Mm. I want to see how you're gonna play when it comes down, because exactly. it will come down. It definitely the so, market does this. That's right. So mm. what ends up happening is. Up and down, up and down, up and down. And then sometime around 2013, after doing a bunch of other things in between outside of real estate, because I owned a nursing agency, mm. I owned a tire shop. Okay. Once again, like I told you, I, I had the, the, the investment with the water park. Gotcha. I was just trying, bro. That's mm. all it was. I was just trying, man. So if you keep trying hard enough, something is going to stick to the wall. Something going to pop. Exactly. Definitely. I had the same. I had the same attitude like a lot of people that was failing. That mm. the bulk of the people that are showing stuff on the internet, well, especially today, they're lying. They're nobody making no Big money facts. in real estate like that. This is bullshit. Mm. One, my Ready. last failure, I shouldn't say my last failure, because I still have, we, anybody that's doing this business to scale, you're going to have losses. I got that's some. the game. Exactly. Okay. Mm. But, my uh, uh, official last failure because of me skipping the processes mm. and not following through happened sometime in 2012 13. i don't remember it's, I, i've done a lot okay. of deals bro so i apologize okay. if I, my no it's, it's fine it's fine okay so once again i decided to go back to atlanta mm -hmm. i went and i bought me a um single family flip in duluth duluth county in atlanta mm -hmm. When I bought the property, I bought the property correctly. Mm -hmm. I factored in correctly the rehab cost, mm -hmm. but I didn't properly vet the contractors that were going to mm -hmm. work for me. That's, that's I buy that property, go through the process. Things took a lot longer than expected. The contractor robbed me as well, but I learned so much during that process. Mm -hmm. After that happened, I end up losing about $40,000 on that deal, literally. Mm -hmm. But they wrote me a check for ninety thousand dollars. Okay. The balance. Okay. I come. I come back home. My father says to me, in Creole, he says to me, "BB Ufini Avexa." Uh -huh, so he okay. says to me, "Well, B, you are done with this, right?" 
because he keeps seeing the the, the failures. Gotcha. And I tell my father, your dad, I got it. Mm. I got it this time. He says to me, what you mean? I say, your dad, I got it this time. That $40,000, that $90,000 loss, excuse me, that $40,000 loss and that $90,000 check was a turning point in my career. Okay, turn things around. Gotcha. I took that $90,000. I decided that I didn't want to go back to New York to do business. I was doing business in New York, by the way, too, during okay. this period. I was making money. I made a bunch of money back and forth, back and forth. Mm. I didn't know how to properly keep the money. Mm. When I got this money, a friend of mine was telling me for a while about Connecticut and was saying, why don't you come to Connecticut? I always tell people I've been in New York all my life and I've never been to Connecticut. Okay, I know, oh, right up the street. Exactly. And it's yeah. right up the street, an hour mm, away okay. from me. Mm. Not even an hour. If the border is half an hour from me. Right, okay. I told him, I make a deal with you. I got this property that I sold. I'm going to come up to Connecticut. I'm going to come and check it out. I went up there, and when I told my father that I got it, the reason why I said I got it is because I had that private conversation with myself. Mm. Right? So I tell everybody, lie to the world all you want. Front to the world all you want. Make the world believe whatever the hell you want that world to believe, but don't believe your own lies. Mm. Be real with yourself. So true. So I was real. I was real with myself, and I had to do a reflection on what was my issue. I was talking too much. I was acting the part that wasn't me. I wanted to portray an image that wasn't real, and I wasn't willing to follow through completely. Mm. I wanted to then say that it wasn't me. It was the industry it was the people lying but then i have to be real with myself it was me mm. i was the root cause of it i had that conversation with myself in my bathroom with tears coming down my eyes brother because mm. i i'm i'm i won't let nobody else see it got you got you got you right but i had tears down my eyes for real mm. when that's the same time when i told my father i got it i said yo welby you know what you're gonna do man you're gonna do this and you're gonna do it right no matter how hard it is, no matter how difficult it gets, you're going to go through and you're going to follow through on this. You know the process that you got to. You've tested yourself enough. Don't repeat the same mistakes that got you here again. That's right. So sometime around that time, I went up to the areas and I started studying the market, literally studying the market, mm -hmm. understanding what the market is going to give me. Mm. Also, my financial situation wasn't as strong anymore because remember i kept losing i, I lost everything with that at right. that okay. period okay so what ends up happening i decided i'm gonna start flipping houses seriously now start flipping houses i flipped okay. a few in, in between but i wanted to seriously flip houses this time mm -hmm. so what i wanted to do is start to build up a team so what i started doing now is when i went up there i knew that i had to start building up a team so i started building up a team of realtors that I interviewed and de described to them what I needed them to do for me. Mm. Understanding the fact that the bulk of the people that you're going to speak to are not going to understand what it is I'm talking about, even if they are a seasoned realtor, because a realtor doesn't necessarily mean they're an investor. Facts. Big facts. I the same gentleman that I introduced me to the area was already doing contractual work, but nothing serious. So I decided to bring him in on my team and it was just him and his father as mm -hmm. the contractor. Mm -hmm. I didn't have an entourage of people like I have today. 
So mm. my team was a realtor. I already, I already worked with who I was going to utilize for lending. I already worked with who I was going to utilize for contracting. Mm. Which was two people. Then when we started looking at the properties, I understood what I needed to know as far as what the value of the property will be. Not what it is, what it will be completed. How much is it going to cost me to rehab it? Because remember now, I got a con I got a small contracting team with me. So I answered the questions and I sp would start putting in my office. Mm. I put in my office and I got told no, 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 Ooh. no. Ooh. That's the game, bro. Mm. You know the game. Right. The, the, the people today don't want to hear the fact that that's the game. No, exactly. Rejection. Exactly. I got told no, and every time I got told no, I got more, more aggressive in finding a deal. Mm. I made sure to stay. I made sure to stay disciplined at the price point I needed to acquire, to how much I needed to fix, to how much I could sell it for. And if it didn't fall within my criteria, I wasn't doing the deal. Mm. Eventually, after about two months, I got a phone call and I got my first yes. Ooh. I, I mean, how many knows would you say that is, brother? How many knows would you say? 10, 15? Oh, that period of time, it had to have been about 30 of them. Ooh. It had to have been about 30 of them. So once I got my yes, the exciting part about it was because I know I was buying it right. 30? I wasn't guessing. I was calculating. Ooh. I ended up buying the property. The property took me about two, took my guys about three months or so to get done. Okay. We got it done, put it on the market. A few weeks later, I got a, 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 um, I don't remember if it was a full price offer, but long story short, I made a net profit on that deal of $25,000. Awesome. Bro, yeah. I was so proud of myself, my <laughs> exactly, man. Exactly, exactly. I was so proud of myself and not only I was proud of myself, I proved that I can do it and I could do it right. Mm. I went, took that money and reinvested the initial 90 I had plus my $25,000 profit. Now I have 115,000 if I'm doing the math right off the top mm. of my head. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Right? Or 105, whatever, 105,000. No, 15. Yeah, 115. Took that, mm. that money and reinvested it to do another deal again. Mm -hmm. And then the same thing happened again, but this time, instead of making $25,000, I made $70,000. Took that same money, all of the initial 90, plus the $70,000 profit, plus the $25,000 profit, and I did it again. That year, to just be quick, I did it, I did maybe, I did two flips that year, the following year, I maybe did three or four flips that year. The following years after that, I started averaging about 20 flips a year. Wow. And when I started, when, when, when I was starting, like I said, it was just myself and the two people, the two, the father and son, I was training him to understand that I cannot be here with you. I gotta be out here getting us more deals. Correct. So I gotta pull my I gotta pull myself out of my position, pull you into my position, pull your father into your position, or vice versa, and then pull somebody else into your position and let's build this thing up. Mm -hmm. By that point, at one point, at, I, um, I had about 12 to 14 employees working with me. 
Ooh, vehicles okay. and everything, and we just got busy. Mm. So, um, then from that point, fast forwarding, any investor in this business, you understand that you only as good as the last flip that you do. That's it. You only mm. as good as the last wholesale house that you do. That's it. As soon as that property is sold, the money stops. You got to find the next one. My next one. So my my play. I knew long term was gonna be me starting to buy rentals. Mm. So remember, I told you I had a game plan. Correct. So mm -hmm. by the time I was, I won't say I was all said and done because I'm flipping a bunch of houses this now. But I'll explain that to you. Okay. By the time I finally positioned myself to start buying rentals, I had over seven figures in liquid money ready to go. Nice, nice. Took that money, took that money, and started strategically identifying the neighborhood in the area I wanted to invest in before I spent the dime. Mm. We, we we as people are quick to spend the big money but don't want to spend the money for the education. Ah, because it, because exactly. it looks good. It looks good to the people that you bought that big car, that big house, but they don't know that you're struggling to pay that mortgage or that car payment every mm -hmm. month. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to make the mistake I did in 2004. So what I decided to do, this is my personal decision. Mm -hmm. Every rental property I buy, I'm buying it with 20% down. Okay. Nice. Right? Mm -hmm. With every because I'm buying it with 20% down, I don't have PMI. I get the best terms. My principal balance is pretty low. And I'm buying a distress, I'm buying distressed and or underperforming. Mm -hmm. So I buy my property, I started buying. Now my portfolio, the way it works, one third of each property that I own, and I only buy three units or more, one third of the property covers all expenses. Mortgage, taxes, maintenance, insurance, and everything. The other two thirds are profit. Same thing, so that means I, in my three families, I only need one apartment to cover everything. The other two apartments is pure profit. My six units, I only need one and a half to two apartments to cover everything. The other four apartments is pure profit. So that's what I started doing, building up. And then now if you fast forward to today, I got multiple rentals. I'm bringing in tens of thousands of dollars in net income. That's important for the people to understand. Exactly. And net income a month. This year, I, 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 I have a beautiful partnership uh, that I that that kind of landed on our lap me, uh, by the grace of God. This year we slated to do forty to fifty flips this year, and um, skies is the limit for us right now. So that's brother, that's my story, brother. Let me tell you something, man. One, like I had a lot of guests, you are definitely the cream of the crop. Now, if you mind, if I peel back the onion just a little bit on some of the things, here, go ahead. if you mind me asking, in terms of well, one. You educated us so much in terms of putting 20% down. Now, like you said, one unit, cover all expenses, the other, the rest is profit. If you mind sharing, how many units do you have? Or is that the I'll be, I'll be no, 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 no. Okay. I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm extremely careful of what I talk okay. about okay. now. Okay, okay, okay. I got I, that. But I, 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 if you don't mind, I'll explain to you why. Okay, so I get many, that. There's so many hating people out here yes. that you like to think that you could expose certain Correct. things. Okay. And I have people that are literally sitting there watching me, mm -hmm. paying attention to me. And as I've had people literally go out their way to cause deals that I have pending to fail, or sales that I'm having 
to to not to not happen and including the amount of rental income that i have so mm. because of that what have happened um if you'll notice back in 2018 or, and i would even call it early early 2019 i used to show fronts of my properties and even give the addresses ah, i don't do that i don't no do that anymore okay. because i had even home inspectors that are and that don't look like us if you know what i mean i got you because i'm investing in those type of neighborhoods that would ironically be called in by the buyers that weren't that didn't know and the investor would go to the property and say wait a minute isn't it i think it's that guy's wellby's property and would then blatantly create a false narrative of the property wow the that's guy. crazy wow right? so that's why when it comes to that understandable I'm not into the dick swinging contest. Correct. Of how much I don't correct. do that. What correct, I can correct, guarantee correct. you is I got receipts. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I and I don't doubt you, you brother. Correct. I, and, 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 and the people that come to my events, I expose my receipts to them. Mm. I, I expose my bank statements to them. I expose the HUD statements to them because I want the people that come and rock out with me to understand that I, I'm official. And I could back it up, mm -hmm. and I could back it up. So uh, that, that's the reason why I don't expose that type you. of information just free. Like, I, but I just want, out of respect for you, I want to explain why. That's why I get you. I get you. One thing I do like about you, brother, and I'm fearing it, feeling, and I know other people feel the same thing is, which I emphasize a lot to my team is being transparent and being authentic. I mean, you you hitting us with it. Let me ask you something in terms of why do you do minimum three family units and you don't do single family in terms of buying whole. It, 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 I, I tell everybody adapt to what the market and the environment that you invest in, in is giving you. Mm -hmm. You gotcha. got me? Okay, so I got you. That I'm, so the environments that I'm flipping in might not be the same environment that I'm buying a rental unit in. So mm. I can give you an example of an actual example of a property that I own. So I bought, I like three families, one because of the diversity. Okay. One, mm -hmm. the difference in payment for a, let's just say two family, because a lot of people do that. If you're in an area that's not giving you the most, the, 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 the higher units, you got to adapt to that environment. My right. environments are giving me three units, six units, 10 units, 50 units. Right. Mm. But now the way my business model works for me, let's just say, for example, I had bought a, this is, a little while ago, but I had bought a three-unit property. Well, it's a four-unit now. Three, I converted it to a four-unit, but it was a three-unit property. Is, is this the one that you're highlighting now? On because I, no, I, I that's, okay, that's that's one of many. That's that that one of many. Got gotcha. you. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Okay. I'm highlighting now. I don't know if you're talking about the one that got burned down. That got fired. Yes, the one that got burned down. Yes, no, that, that, that's one of many. The ones that I have are similar to that one. Okay. But yes, okay. so. So I'll give you an example of that one since you bought that one. I, I'm okay. going to break something down. You're going to love it. When I bought that particular property, I bought that one as a short sale, right? Okay. So now a, a two-family at the time when I bought it, a two-family, let's say, was selling for $120,000 just, just to make easy. Mm. I was able to buy that one as a short sale for $125,000. Okay. So for the same unit that you would pay for a two unit, the average cost for me in my area to buy a three unit would be, let's say, another fifteen to twenty thousand dollars. Let's just okay. say. So when I bought this one, I put twenty percent down. 
when I put the 20% down, and especially with today's rates, is why I tell people, you better get into this game. My mortgage payment, taxes, insurance, and everything on that property was $958 a month. Oh, wow. You got me, right? Ooh, yes. And the reason why is because I put my 20% down. I stay focused. Mm. Now it's $958 a month. First, I have relationships with the city. I house battered women. I mm. house regular people. I house mm. people that are coming home from parole. Mm. I have contracts with the city. So remember now, the property mortgage is $958 a month. First floor, I was getting $1,200 a month. Yeah, covers everything. There it is. Covers and everything, so. plus, plus giving me another $200 in my two. pocket. Mm. Second floor, I was getting $1,200 a month. Profit. Third floor, I was getting $1,200 a month. Mm. So just go for that building alone with a 20% down at the time of me buying that property, which cost me, I don't know, with closing costs and everything, $50,000. That building in net profit a year was generating me $25,000 a month sleeping. Excuse me, a year sleeping. Which means, here's the strategy, bro. Which means in a 18 months to two years, that building would re reimburse me everything it cost me to acquire it. And then now I'm free and quit. Nice. Now, let me pimp something more to you now what happened. So everybody know that that building burned down. Mm. I had a, 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 a negligent tenant that burned it down. Mm. Insurance covered it. My construction company rebuilding it. Mm. We were also able to now convert that building from a three family to a four family. By converting it to a four family, you already know what happened. I got me an extra income in the building. That same building originally were all two bedrooms each floor. Each floor, I told you how much I was getting, 1200 right? Right. I was able to increase the bedroom size because now I got a, a blank canvas to four bedrooms each floor. I'm able to increase the rent from 1200 to 1500 each floor. Then I got another apartment, legal apartment, by the way, for $1,200. So that same building that was producing me a net profit of $2,400 is now going to be producing me over $4,000 a month in net income. The value of that property is worth, that value of that property is going to be worth three fifty dollars to $400,000. So my, my, I only, I owe on that property, I don't know, maybe about 80000 on that left. But it's worth pushing three fifty to four hundred thousand dollars. Beautiful. And that story I just described to you, mm -hmm. you can multiply that times a bunch. That's I did I that. You. I mimicked that the same time. Same. So up. for the people that want to do numbers on me, you could do your estimate of what we're generating after taxes. What we're generating. Mm. Minus the fire. <laughs> Minus the fire. Minus yeah. the fire. Exactly. Hey guys, thank you for watching our show. We're gonna interrupt you real quickly. We are in the business of referrals. If you know someone looking to buy or sell, residential or commercial here in the North Carolina area, refer us. We really appreciate that. Brother, let me tell you something, man. I mean, so many and so many great Jews. I want to segue until you bring up your program. Mentoring, coaching, all these different programs. You see so many people out here, they said, I got them, sign up for this, sign up for this course. Brother, tell us about your course. I feel the authenticity and how people can learn and how they can pretty much learn, you know, get from it. 
Well, the, if, if, if you're inspired and pushed by our conversation, that's the course for four hours. The course, the course is the ultimate guide for beginners and um, people that has minimal experience about finding houses to flip for profit. That's the breakdown of that. Now, here's the thing I don't want people to get limited to. The course is not strictly about finding houses to flip for profit. It's mm -hmm. about the mindset as well. There we go. Mm -hmm. Your foundation, when you're buying a property, the foundation of your business is the acquisition. Mm -hmm. If you're not buying right, you're fucking yourself. If you're not buying right, whatever you're going to do, if you continue doing it in that same manner, will eventually crumble. So the, 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 the goal for this course, I'm not showing you how to deal with the contractors yet. The next course is doing that. I'm mm. not teaching you about uh, uh, cash flowing. That's not what we talk about with this course. I dig into you for four hours in this course about mm. understanding the process of how to identify, find, and fund finding the right deal. If you understand that, people, right, to all your peoples, why this is so important. If you find, acquire, and fund the right deal, everything else falls in place because you started right. Mm. But if you buy the property incorrectly, you buy it not understanding your numbers, everything else that you're gonna do behind that is gonna be chasing trying to repair your initial mistake. That's it. So this is that's why it. it's important. So that that's what my online course is is gonna is gonna help you with. I'm saying this as humble as possible. It's the dopest online course <laughs> in this game. Mm -hmm. I've sold hundreds of them. They could go to my website and they could check out the uh, the, the real testimonials. They're real mm -hmm. testimonials. I'm not paying nobody to do nothing. They're all official. I got the hottest online course in the game. And mm -hmm. if you truly talk about wanting to be started in this business and you want to learn from somebody that's truly doing it, Mm. I didn't make my money in real estate selling courses. I made my money doing real estate. And I do real estate every day today. Mm. The second portion of what we talk about is I have a thing called the ride-along. The real estate ride-along or the okay. real real estate ride-along. Mm -hmm. The ride-along entails in my area, I will have, I try to keep them small, 50 to 60 people tops per. For the people to come meet with us at the office, when they meet us at the office, we have luxury buses there waiting for them. They come, we uh, uh, we become a family, essentially. Everybody has to join the group uh, on WhatsApp or whichever other program that we mm -hmm. use. Mm -hmm. And basically, they become me for the day. Mm -hmm. They experience what I do for the day. I take the pe I break down to them step by step, my processes of finding the properties, how I find the properties, I introduce them to my contractors, I introduce them to my partners, my realtors, my attorney, I introduce them to everybody. I provide them the HUD statements, my bank statements, the deeds, the copies of everything so that every property I'm going to take you to, I encourage you, don't believe me. Do your research. Mm. If that property do not belong to me, I'll give you your money back with interest. You got my word. I take everybody on the bus and we spend multiple hours and I take them to three to four 
current flips that we have at different stages and then i also take them to if i'm able to if i don't have any rentals at the time or if i have any open i take them to my rental properties then i sh then after that's all said and done the importance of it is that the people get to experience it experience it, right exactly. mm -hmm. then i take everybody back to our, our office space we also own a restaurant so i have Katie okay. food Oh, that's nice. I own a restaurant. I own a restaurant in, in, in Florida as well. Oh wow! So we have okay. we have catered food for the people, and let me tell you, it's a big family. We're gonna eat. We're gonna drink. We're gonna laugh. We're gonna talk. We're gonna cry. After everybody fill their belly up, then everything that we dealt with for the day is gonna come back, and we're gonna converse about that, and mm. we're gonna go into detail into into, into depth about what it is the mindset what we do and then we there for the people until the last person is done with us so we don't have a time constraint it's our property so there's mm. no time constraint of saying hey we gotta exactly. be out of here by two three four o'clock if mm. the last person needs me at midnight i'm gonna be there till midnight to answer all your questions because my my thing is and i'm gonna end this you gotta start holding the people that you get in your lessons from accountable facts Big facts. You understand? There's too mm -hmm. many people out here now. Everybody now is selling you a bunch of snake oil, and mm -hmm. they're not doing what they're what they're claiming. And the way that they be they got their wealth was selling you something selling that you they courses. didn't even do. Exactly. You got me? So mm -hmm. at the end, my goal is to make sure you paid for the time. You got me until you done. And then after that, you know, till this day, I still got people on the group chats three years later. We still all conversing. We still kicking it. One of my partners is one of my students from three years ago. Oh, wow. Okay. You understand? Okay. So mm -hmm. what we talk about and what we teach works. It's mm -hmm. up to you to actually take it, apply it, and go all the way with it. But it works. Well, brother, let me tell you something, man. So many, so many, so many great gems and insights. Every guest we have. We actually give us what you gave us about a thousand. But if you had to narrow it down for two golden nuggets, right? Whether it be a book, scripture, a quote, or something that, you know, from your experience, again, you gave us so many. Give us two of them. As far as what? I just two, want to be clear. Two, two golden nuggets. Two golden nuggets, right? My, my number one nugget I would tell you, bet on yourself. Mm. I would tell you to bet on yourself first. Mm. You can't do it by yourself, but right. bet on yourself. And mm -hmm. I'll elaborate. My biggest causes of failure was me betting on other people. And mm -hmm. when people say that they want to be entrepreneurs, most of them are lying when they say it. Because Big what happens now, when you say that you want to be an entrepreneur and your primary goal is to go and look for partnerships or your primary goal is to look for somebody that you think is the one that's going to take you to the promised land so you can give them your money, you're not betting on yourself. That's right. And every time I every time I did that and I believed in someone else more and I gave up my money to them, they robbed me. Mm. So I'm not saying not to get your lessons from people, not to do business, but bet on yourself. That's your number one. That's your number one I would give. My mm. second one, bet on yourself, bro. I like that. That, that, that's my second one. Bro. I like that. I like that. I like that. Well, listen, you all, we just want to thank Mr. Welby for being on the Heavy Group Real Estate Show. And we'll see you all next time. You guys take care. Hey, gang. I hope you really enjoyed that show. Our guests provide us some great tips and insight. And please support them on all social media platforms. And while I'm saying that, support us on all social media platforms. And don't forget, watch the entire video on YouTube. We'll see you next time.